When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Perfectly Good Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where Sylvan Groth and I are talking every John Hyatt song from A to Z. Um, today, we are riding downtown and opening a new chapter. Hey, we're in the bees. How about bees. it, Sylvan? We're just like as you said rolling along and you know this journey has got its momentum under it and um who would have thought that there would be songs that start with baby right exactly (laughs) uh so i i do need to share a story with you and and hopefully if listeners please uh share with us so um i was recording uh with my buddy uh charles on my doctor who podcast uh, Charles and I co-host, and Christine Peruski it was on there as a guest, um, you know, a guest companion, and we were discussing a David Tennant episode, and I was promoting Perfectly Good Podcast, and she's, Christine is very meticulous, and in fact, her, when we, we do a Game of Thrones podcast together, um, and she calls herself the Mistress of Correction. So she asked, okay, are you doing the's? Are you going to have the, or are you going to like a, like if it's a good man, is it good man, comma, a, how are you doing this? And you've got to be consistent. And I told her, luckily, John Hyatt does not have any songs that start with a, and yes, we are planning to not do all the these in one row that we were going to do the alphabetical where uh, the American will be Library the Association. Yes, yes, yes. And she gave her seal of approval. Oh, good. <laughs> so we've got at least one person happy with this. Uh, yes. Uh, tonight we're talking baby's gonna kick. Yes. So what's the facts? 
Just the facts. This was from the album Terms of My Surrender, uh, which was one of John's more recent albums that was nominated for Americana uh, Album of the Year Award Grammy. Yay. It was lovely to see John finally getting some of his well-deserved attention from the, you know, powers that be in the music industry. It is track six. It was recorded at Studio G in Nashville, Tennessee, and released July 14th, 2014. So a fairly recent one. And uh, this album was produced by Doug Lancio, who has toured with John uh, under several different uh band names. Also uh, features Brandon Young, who toured with John as part of a band as his uh, road manager and sound editor, and also kind of a duet partner, Kenny Blevins, the drummer most near and dear to my heart, and a member of the Goners from Louisiana, and Nathan Gary on bass. So a nice solid band. Um as I said, a, a more recent recording. So I don't believe there are any covers out there. I did a couple of searches and couldn't find anyone. Um, it is also one of two songs officially released by uh, John Hyatt that mentions John Lee Hooker, which I kind of get uh, a kick out of. I, I love it when John name drops and, you know, this one, he's uh, not trying to uh, throw any shade about, you know, whether John Lee Hooker would record a song, as we know from Memphis in the meantime, or, you know, uh, making any kind of joke, just uh, a little reference to the blues masters, which I think is very fitting for the blues tone of this song. Uh, any impressions you have that you wanted to share, Jesse? So I was, I had not spent a lot of time with this album or song. So when I pulled it up, and started listening to it at first I was kind of not impressed um and then uh today I you know kicked it started it again and pulled the lyrics up in front of me and didn't try to multitask you know I didn't try to read email or try to work things I just paid attention to it and um I won't say it totally redeemed the song to me, but I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, it is uh, a little bit more of John's kind of tongue in cheek that yes. I I'm going to F this up sooner or later. Just, just you could, no matter what I do, sooner or later i'm gonna just do something wrong and she's gonna be kicking me to the curb how about you um, i agree i i uh i really like it when uh john kind of talks about how stupid men can be sorry that yes. makes me a, no, you know, I, hear, I agree or, yes um and you know love can go wrong in a really cry your heart out kind of way or it can go wrong in a kind of well, saw that coming, but we had our fun on the way, didn't we? Um, so yeah, just the uh, baby's going to kick, baby's going to kick, baby's going to kick me out someday. And it is uh, one of those classic, it sounds so sad, but he delivers it in such a way that you kind of like smile and bob your head along to it. Um, and there's a lot of reference to just kind of dancing a little bit 
through mm-hmm. it. It's a it's a pretty short one for him. There's not a lot of depth to the lyrics. You know, there's not a story, so to speak. Um, I I was struck like I always um am fascinated when he throws numbers into songs. Uh, okay. I had some ideas when I was doing my fanzine. I have a crossword on the back and I always wanted to do some kind of like numerology puzzle where people would have to take the numbers from different songs and do various math problems to get one answer. Uh, I never did do that because it was probably a level of geekdom that I, even I can't go to. <laughs> but... Uh, there's a line. Somebody said, "Wolves howling at my door." I ain't seen the wolf since I was 24. Now, why 24? Just because it rhymes? Because there's some kind of significance that you know, 24 was a long ways away when uh, John recorded this. I believe he would have been in his 50s in uh, 2014. But um, yeah, you have any wolf so- 24? No, like, you know, now then you're thinking, um, and it is easy to, so I'll tell another story, uh, because you know me, I love telling stories. Um, early, uh, back, um, when, um, middle nineties, I guess, um, Linda bought me a Christmas gift of she signed me up for leisure learning at smu here in Uh dallas and it was a six-week course of the um it was basically the um star trek and the um oh now i'm drawing a blank on um the don't interfere you know, commandment. I, I and I'm now they're yelling. First, at me do now. no harm. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, that cut. Yeah. So um, I don't remember the Latin either. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and so the premise was, um, you watched a 45 minute episode, and then the next 45 minutes you discussed the episode and the talking about um, should you know where you know should what should they have done what would they do. Um, and so, uh, there was one of the points and the guy's bringing up a question and, um, he says, um, you know, he asked the question and someone raises their hand and said, well, if we do that, the show's over. (laughs) That's why they can't do that. Right. And he said, stop. And he's like, absolutely. (laughs) That is the correct answer. However, in this class, um, the parameters is we're going to pretend this isn't a TV show, (laughs) that this is reality. And we are determining we have to find the reasons why they are doing this, you know. Uh, to think and she went oh okay so the answer quickly is probably door and 24 rhyme (laughs) that is a good answer however that makes for a boring podcast (laughs) (laughs) so the idea right is that i think i think 24 is an age where you 
you're just starting to get sense. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I, you know what you don't know at 24. You're starting to know, right? Like, um, Chris, my son used to, will say still, uh, that's when I was young and dumb. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and there is that famous Mark Twain quote, quote about um i was surprised you know my my father was an idiot i was surprised how much he learned um you know after i trapped five years later i was surprised how much he had learned um so yeah at 24 you're just getting you know your kind of awareness and maybe you know i've he's coming aware and maybe i am you know that wolf hauling at the door He's learning maybe I should not run away from it. Maybe I need to be a little more mature in my relationships. Maybe accept the fact that because when you're 19, 20, 21, and this is an overgeneralization, and I apologize for anyone who's mature for their age, it's (laughs) always someone else's fault in the relationship. You never take ownership of the problem in the relationship at all. It's, well, you know, she didn't want to listen or he didn't care about me or that versus you're now starting to there, you know, he's taking knowledge. I'm jiggle to the left, jiggle to the right, one more jiggle. I'm putting out the light, right? I've got to adjust what I'm doing or else she's going to kick me to the curve. Yeah. I, I agree with everything you're saying, but you, you know, the more we're talking about the song, I I'm thinking about how John talks about writing songs that he always writes the music first. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, eventually has to come up with some words to replace the, Ooh, ah, blah, 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 that yeah. he's, you know, doing. And it kind of feels like he didn't stray too far from the, Ooh, ah, blah 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 Mm -hmm. you know um and there's actually some bootlegs out there where there are unfinished songs where he's like basically saying yada yada over this tune and some of them i'm like oh man i wish he would finish that because that's so good um to me i i think maybe like we can analyze it all we want, but really what this song boils down to is he just kind of had this idea of like that blue song of like, yeah, I'm a loser and I'm going to get kicked to the curb. How many kind of fun ways can I play around with that? And there isn't a lot more depth to it than, you know, I want to have some fun sounds over these chords. Well, and you know, it goes back to the, um, you know, move it on over the old country mm-hmm. classic, you know, move it on over, you know, cause you, you're in the doghouse now or something, you know? So, yeah. I mean, cause let's think about, let's jiggle to the left, jiggle to the right. One more jiggle. I'm putting out the light. My baby is going to kick me out someday. Now some girls won't do the firewalk. They try to tell you that the coals ain't hot and my baby is going to kick me out someday. All right. So let's, I have questions. Okay. All right. Now, was he and his girlfriend at a Tony Robbins seminar? <laughs> right. And and like, you know, so Tony's like, OK, I, I'm going to show you you can walk across coals. And if you could walk across coals, just think what you could do in your life. You know, and she's like, no, that's stupid. I'm not walking right. over coals. Right. You know, you know <laughs> they're, they're, you know, I do think that you're right. Right. It is. Did he just feel like 
having fun and doing a little bit of, you know, um, I'm going to mess up and that's okay. And, yes. you know, she'll, she'll forgive me. But you know? th there is a little bit of that trademark uh, analysis and uh, wisdom in John's lyrics that uh, th that uh, verse particular spoke to me too, that like, how often has there been that power imbalance in a relationship where one partner is just dragging the other over misery and just making them perform feats of amazing endurance just to be told like, you know, that's no big deal because yeah. they can. Yes. Yeah. And so um, there, there's a couple of examples just close to home that, um, you know, uh, some friends of mine, let's, we will keep it anonymous. Um, the, the female partner was letting their hair grow longer mm -hmm. and um, the ma male unit was like, yeah, I don't care. It looks good. I'm fine. And they kept asking, are you okay? Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And uh, I happened to be there and there was a, you know, how you can do a display on your TV. And uh, the guy looked and there was a picture of her with short hair. And he says, you know, now that you keep asking, I think I like it a little bit better short. You uh -oh. hate my hair. Okay, now, you know, and he's like, no, no, you, you have been asking me these questions. And now that, and I was just kind of like, oh, no, you shouldn't have. No, no, no. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Yeah. Rookie we mistake we're going to do. <laughs> uh, and uh, Lynn and I laugh all the time because there will be something that's really bothering her. And she will fix it. And then she will go and go, look what I've done. And I'm like, oh, thanks. No, no, no. Look what I've done. I'm like, yeah, okay. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Okay. I don't think you understand. And so, and the same thing happened just a couple of weeks ago. She had casually mentioned about wanting something fixed and I got it fixed. And you're like, hey, look. And she's like, oh, thanks. And you're like, no, no, no. And I was exactly the same that she does to me. And I was like, okay, now I see that side of it a little bit more. Yes. Yeah. I, I like that you brought that up while we're talking about this song, because I listened to this song and I take him at his word that this is a guy who is probably dating out of his range here and right. that, you know, he is not good enough for the woman in the relationship, but like, it's never like that. You know, none of us are good enough or not good enough for our partners. And mm -hmm. we all just kind of learn to, uh, put up with the things, although he doesn't really say what, he's done wrong. I mean, I certainly have no problem with a man who wants to put some meat in a slow cooker and listen to John Lee Hooker. That sounds like a great date night to me. <laughs> yes, some it barbecue does. and some yes, you know, good does. old blues. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it is, it is a catchy refrain. Mm -hmm. um, it is, it is, it is a fun, it, it, I do believe it can become, it became an earworm for me today mm -hmm. as I was listening to it. Um, very interesting because our previous episode, um, the one before our A recap, 
uh, we did Angel Eyes. And so those were the two I was listening to, you know, so two very different songs back and forth. Stylistically, thematically. Yes. yes, Mm -hmm. Very different. And, you know, quite a distance apart chronologically. So yeah, yeah, it's fun when that happens. Well, and you know, I, my, um, one of my buddies, uh, junior will talk about sometimes, um, songs and catalogs that he'll say, you know, B-sides or album filler. Right. And, uh, I, I do think that there are albums that we will discuss from not only John, but other musicians where there is an, it is an A plus every song on the album is something great and others there go like, okay, that was, that was all right. Yes. Yes. And so I think Uh, this is then this would be one of them to me. Um, I did want to just kind of mention that when I first saw the lyrics, I was reminded of a much older song that uh, is called kick out of nothing, which was kind of transformed into um, my baby which we will get to when we get to the M. So I don't want to like spoil the thing there, but there's something about baby and kick that also kind of, he's been playing around with quite a bit too. So. All right. Um, This is a short one because I don't think there's a lot of depth there. Right. All right. So So is it time to rate? Yes, it is. All right. It's your turn to go first. It is my turn to go first. Um, And again, with apologies, you can come and get the pitchforks out, but we are rating on a scale of John Hyatt's not most wonderful song to his absolute most wonderful song. So I'm going to give this a two. Like, I I like the song. I really enjoyed it when he played it in concert. It's fun. You can kind of like boop around to it. And as you said, it's a little earwormy, but... Uh, it doesn't pass the Sylvan test of someone has never heard of John Hyatt before. Where's the song that I reach to? I'm not reaching for this one. So I have, do not, I do not think I've ever heard this live. So I'm going to give it a one. Um, yeah, that's what I said. This is one that I, um, on a curve, this uh-huh. would be, if you've got to rank them all, I would like, okay, this is one that I don't feel like I'm hurting this song's feelings by giving it a one. That's uh, fair enough. Yeah. I, you know, I, um, maybe if I heard it live, I might go. And uh, just to remind everyone, you should know this because we just went through this. Um, our plan is at the end of every alphabet, we will kind of do a review like we did last week with the A's to talk. And who knows, maybe this will wear on me and it'll grow on me and I'll end up moving it up for, for now. I'm going to give it a one. Okay. Our first one, I think. Yes, I do think it is our first one. Okay. And I'm glad it was you and not me. Yeah. I broke the ice. (laughs) I broke the ice. Yeah. Very nice. Um, All right. Uh, We are desperate to hear what you think uh, because that's the most important thing about this is uh, what you thought think uh, you can send us an email at perfectly good podcast at gmail.com I am at Jesse Jackson DFW perfectly good pod on Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW on Twitter Sylvan how about you I'm Sylvan Green Eyes on Twitter I am still on the evil Facebook and you can find our Facebook page on there too uh, we we love all of it 
Okay. And uh, yes, go rate, review us on iTunes. We would love to get some reviews. Tell a friend about it. We'll be back next week with another song. Yes. And uh, this might have not been your favorite episode because we threw a little shade, but have a little faith, everybody. Have a little faith. And if this is your favorite song, tell us. I would love that. Right. There's there's every song is someone's favorite song. So that's great. Thank you, Sylvan. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Jesse. Bye. Bye bye. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.